Hello, I'm Craig, and welcome to the first episode of Kefili Works, our fortnightly podcast aimed at bringing you news and information all about getting into work in Kefili. In each episode, we aim to bring you a variety of information from getting to know our teams, services that are available in your area, talks with businesses and organisations, speaking with participants who have gained support from us, exclusive jobs and training opportunities, and much, much more. The employment teams in Kefili are made up of several different programmes, which include Communities for Work, Communities for Work Plus, Bridges into Work 2, Inspire to Work, Working Skills for Adults, and the Nurture, Quip, Thrive or Net programme. All of these programmes work together in offering one-to-one support to residents within the Kefili borough who are looking to get into work. For today's main event, I will be speaking with one of the Communities for Work triage workers, Fera, about her role and how the triage worker helps in supporting people into work. Triage workers are basically the first point of contact many people will have when coming on to one of the programmes. So Farah, thank you for being here today to have a chat to me. Thank you for having me, Craig. (laughs) No problem. Um, So obviously to a lot of people, triage worker might sound more like something you would find in a hospital, in A&E or minor injuries. Uh, I don't think we have a medical branch anyway within the team, um, not to my knowledge anyway. So what is a triage worker in an employment team and what do they do? Right, okay, I just want to clarify, first of all, when you do join our project, we won't be checking your um, heart rate or your um, blood pressure beforehand. (laughs) So basically what we do, um, we make the initial phone calls to people that have been referred into the project. When we ring you, we um, speak to you and ask you a few questions and um, double check important information that we need, like your name, your telephone number, address, where you live, and um, also just have a general general chat with you really to see what support you need, why you were referred into us, why you contacted us, so we can get a general picture of what you're looking for. And um, after speaking to you, if you're happy to um, get the support, carry on with that, we'll refer you on then to one of our mentors and they'll help you then with them tackling any barriers you may have and also supporting you with finding a job. So you've kind of said there a lot about when you first phone up the person, you're asking for, you know, a lot of information from them, things like you said, name, address, I'm guessing things like um, how long they've been out of work, employment status and that kind of stuff. Why do you ask that kind of information? The reason why we do ask people for all that information is, as you mentioned earlier, there are quite a few employment support projects out there within our team Mm -hmm. and each employment project supports people um, in different ways or people have different circumstances Um, for example somebody who may be already working part-time may want to have a look for something different or they want to improve their hours they can go to the working skills for adults project or the nurture equipped and thrive project so it's worth having that information so when people talk to us we're best equipped to send them to the most relevant project that can support them so basically it's all about that person's coming through they're not really uh, aware of all the kind of support for them and you're kind of the, the intermediary I guess in looking at their circumstances where they're at their qualifications their employment and what the best team would be to support them 
with their specifics. That's right, yeah. So basically, you know, if anybody rings us and they go, oh, I don't know who I can go to for support, don't worry about that. We try and eliminate that headache. So that's with the, the triage point that kind of comes in I guess is you're the one who kind of brings people in and kind of says right you need to go here you need to go there because there's so many options and, and things out there um, for them the triage workers kind of take all that away and just make it simple yeah um, and then you're the one who does all the, the hard work for them I suppose yeah so basically and that's right so after having a, a chat to that person you know we do the as I mentioned earlier take out the headache of just saying, right, okay, you're eligible for this person or the this project will be best suited to support you. Are you happy to get help from them? And this is what they are. We also give them, you know, information about what they can offer. And if they, people are happy to go ahead and the next step then, then we'd be getting a phone call from a mentor or, you know, a phone call from the project that we referred them on to. And so, yeah, if any, any of you out there who are unsure, but are struggling and would you know think that they need to help don't please don't be afraid to just give us a call we'll have a chat with you and then we'll just explore your options with you to see what support out there is for you one thing you mentioned earlier was the word barriers barriers can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people uh, when it comes to employment in particular what is a barrier to employment a barrier to employment could involve transport childcare mental health and also food as well. So if although we are an employment project, we do support people with tackling those. So for example, if transport is hindering you from finding a job, if you can't afford to take the bus to an interview, or you think you might struggle with petrol to find a job, then that's something that we can look into for you. And also um, with food, we can put you in touch and get you um, food bank vouchers if you want those. And also if you've got an interview coming up and you think, well, I haven't really got anything to wear or I can't afford, you know, a new outfit, you know, to have a chat to us or have a chat to the mentor and we can try and um, help you with that. And also another thing could be, you know, childcare. If you're a single parent and you think, oh, what am I going to do with my child if I have to go to work? We can have a look to see if there are any options for like childminding or if there's any funding out there for you to put your child in a nursery or, you know, just have a look mm -hmm. at the options to see what's out there, really. So I'm guessing that's kind of why in the initial conversation you have with people, you're asking a lot of these kind of questions, like, you know, if you find anything stop you from going into work, you might ask about that kind of thing. I mean, mental health um, yeah. is another one I think you mentioned earlier as well. So someone might be feeling anxious, especially at the moment with, with everything that's going on. So that's kind of why you'd ask that. So before you send it on to the mentor, um, the mentor can either be away or would sometimes would you actually go out and try and source that support for that person before it went to the mentor? Depending on what the um, person wants, really, because our project, we're quite person-centred, so we work around them. Mm -hmm. So if, say, somebody disclosed to me that oh, they, you know, they're really struggling with anxiety or depression and they you know, wouldn't mind getting help before going to a mentor and they're happy with me you know, passing on their details to another support network, then I'm happy to do that. But you know, if they just want to look for work as well as getting the help with their um, mental health or any other barrier, then the mentor can have a look at finding work for them and also getting them support with whatever barrier they have. So it's all working in tandem together. Yeah. So it's just making sure that you've got the support services in place to help that 
person along you know the journey into employment and looking to make sure that if they get to the point where they're ready to go into work obviously all those barriers either don't exist anymore or lessen to the fact that person feels more comfortable and is able to go into work without that extra um, weight on their shoulders I guess. Mm-hmm. With um, the childcare we could find some you know a child minder that is in your area that works for you and you think right okay thank goodness for that I've got somebody to look after my child now so then I can start work and then I don't have that's one less thing to worry about so one of the like the main aim of our project is so like yeah you worry less and you've got you know less stress to think about and you know if you want to go back into work and with a lot of that stuff as well, I, I guess, is um, a lot of people may feel they don't want to kind of disclose it because it can be an embarrassing thing. Um, a lot of people, there's a lot of stigma around things like mental health. There's also the same thing um, with, you know, you mentioned about people who can't afford to, you know, buy in food, things like food banks. And it's just letting people know as well that don't feel embarrassed, don't believe all that kind of stigma as well that goes along with that, you know, there's a lot of people in that kind of position at the moment and obviously you've, you've spoken to them mm-hmm. and you've probably seen that and it's just letting them know that the support is there to support them um, and they shouldn't be afraid to ask for it. That's what we're here to help them with and that's why you ask these questions, that's why you want to know this information to make sure that they are better supported and they're happy and to make sure that they, you know that they can go into the, the work that they want. Yeah, yeah, no that's right. So anyone can disclose as much or as little as information as they want yeah. however if they, you know they want the support then it's best if we know you know what we can help them with mm-hmm. and all the conversations you have with um you know the triage worker or the mentor whoever you speak to in the team it's all highly confidential i understand that sometimes it can be embarrassing but if there's something that you want to disclose you know you're more than welcome to tell us and we'll do our best to support you yeah, and it's just making sure that those issues are kind of dealt with as you go along. It'll make you a happier person. It'll make you more able to go into work or enter the job market and stay there and, you know, and look at it as a sustainable thing. I appreciate a lot of this, you know, could be new to somebody. And that's what we, you know, like to help you with is to make you aware that you're not out there on your own. You know, we can guide you you know we won't judge we'll work around you we'll work with you so yeah if you want help just pick up the phone and we'll try our best to help you and i guess like you said there you know people who you know might never been in this sort of situation before you know it could be because of no redundancies are happening you know and people are losing jobs and and obviously a lot of people who have worked the majority of their lives and might now be finding themselves in a position where they're out of work and they don't know what to do because, no, things have changed so much from... I always hear people tell me years and years ago that they could just walk in from one job into another job and it's not really like that now. You know, there's a lot mm. more people applying for jobs. You know, there's a lot of uh, different, you know, things you've got to look at, you know, getting your CV done, looking at job applications. A lot of that stuff is kind of done online and it's all done digitally you know and maybe people are unaware of that kind of stuff so it's making sure that tell you what they need and you will get them you know in touch with the best support Mm. out there as well and guessing you know i said digital 
I guess not a barrier for a lot of people, you know. Yeah, we do support people with IT support as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scheme going around in some of the projects where, you know, if you haven't got access to a device, we can um, support you with lending one as well. We can have a look to see, you know, if you are claiming benefits, whether you can get devices via your work coaches. We'd appreciate that not everybody could be in the same position. You could have somebody who has all the devices in their house and we have somebody that only probably just has a mobile phone that doesn't even have internet and we have worked with those people and we have supported them and we have been successful with getting them into work so if you think you know we don't want you going around thinking oh I've only got this you know phone with no internet they can't help me we will and we we can help you you know there's means around it and you know we can do everything via phone call and we'll try our best to make it work around you. A lot of time we've mentioned as we've been going on, as we mentioned this word mentor, mentor, and I'm hoping at some point we'll actually have a chat to one of the mentors to find out what this mythical beast known as a mentor is. Don't tell him I just called him a beast. <laughs> um, so briefly, what is a mentor? Basically, the mentor is the person that will be supporting that person on a one-to-one basis. Or So they, your main point of contact, say if you wanted your CV updated, they'll be the one to look for jobs with you and for you. They can be the one you speak to if you you know, need help with getting uniform. They'll, they'll be like your one-to-one you know, support network. That's what the mentor is. So it's a bit like having for. your own personal... Um, a personal trainer in the gym, really, but not... For, for employment. For employment, yeah. Like they they won't be telling you to do push-ups or anything like that, but... Well, some of them yeah. might. <laughs> um. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be like, you know, if you see a job and you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind applying for that, you could have, you know, ring them up, we'll book an appointment with them and then go through it and they'll, they'll be able to guide you and advise you so you can achieve your goal. A bit like, you know, if you want to lose weight with a personal trainer, you meet them maybe once or twice a week at the gym and then, you know, they'll do exercises with you so you achieve your goal. So a, a mentor is a bit like that, but employment related. So in one session, they can have a look at CV for you if you want. And then in the next session, they can do interview tips and techniques with you so you know you just tell them what you know you you want to do and you need help with and in those sessions they'll work around that and just to reiterate a little bit there as well it's not exactly like a personal trainer trainer. they're not going to work you really hard you're not going to be sweating after all this as well um i've had a personal trainer before um it lasted about two weeks um the mentors are much easier to get along with uh, than that as well yeah they're very gentle they're very nice (laughs) they are really good so you said one big part of your job obviously is taking phone calls from people who want to join the project you know what, what else would you do so on a daily basis and um, a lot of the time we're in contact with a lot of other organizations so we've got a really good relationship with blackwood job center so these are the people who kind of send you the referrals yeah. maybe as well um, so i know people can contact you you know off of wherever but a lot of people i'm guessing get sent through from places mm-hmm. like the job center so for anyone that's out there that's claiming benefits and they think like, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind this extra support, employment support. A lot of the job centres are aware of us. I cover like the Blackwood area. So I know that all the um, work coaches in Blackwood Job Centre. So I'm in constant contact with them and also Careers Wales and um, other 
third party organisations, even housing associations. You know, they might be people living in their um, estates that are looking for work. We get referrals from them. So it's just keeping in touch with them, really. Also, a, a big part of my job is recording all this information and recording all like the data that comes in that gets sent off you know, in report to Welsh Government. I won't go into too much detail in that because some people might find that boring. But, um, yeah, so a, a, lot, <laughs> a lot of the time, yeah, it's inputting data onto different databases, so just keeping a track. And also I have catch-ups with the mentor. So, as you know, we discuss how everyone's getting on and if there's any extra help people may need. And, you know, we work together as a team by looking at that. And I also support with, like, the marketing and promoting of the project. You may see me posting things on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And to be fair, you probably see a lot of fair on there because uh, she likes to get her face <laughs> on social media, it seems. Yeah, and um, before the COVID um, pandemic, we used to go out to um, different community events as well. So I'm guessing that's probably changed quite a lot, especially the past 18 months. A lot has changed. It has, yeah. We, I don't think we've been to any events in like the last two years. Obviously with COVID and everything uh, and, and all that's changed, how has that affected your job in particular? It has been difficult because we have been working from home for almost two years now and I haven't really seen anyone from my team but fortunately um, a lot of the stuff that you know that I do has been allowed to be done electronically. Out of all aspects of the triage role what would you say is the part of the job that you love the most? I really enjoy talking to people and I enjoy um, making those phone calls and meet, you know, when we were able to meet people face to face and just listen to people and to see how we can help them because everyone's on their own like personal interesting journey. I enjoy listening and talking. So yeah, that's the, the main thing I really enjoy about this job and also seeing people succeed and, you know, seeing that we have helped somebody and seeing at you know, the end result, if they're happy, that makes me happy. So that's, you know, the main important thing that I really enjoy about this job is, mm -hmm. yeah, helping people. You mentioned there about the word journey. Uh, and I know in our team, that's one thing a lot of people like to uh, talk about quite a lot is, is the journey. Um, you're there at the beginning of the journey. You get to, to yep. speak to that person first. Um, also, you say you like to know your you know, people have gone into work. Do you have much involvement afterwards? And, you know, do you get to find out what's happened um, to the people? I guess and a lot of them, you might be thinking, I'd love to know if they get a job at the end of this or, you know, if they get to where they want and they get you know, their barriers sorted. Yeah, although um, we do speak to the person initially and, you know, find out all that information, we are in, like, the background then whilst they're working with the mentor. And say, for example, if a mentor is off or, you know, you can't get in touch with them and then you end up focusing in either myself or one of the other triage workers or other part of the team we'll try our best support you so also we do our like catch-ups and then see how everybody on like the caseload is um getting on and if there's any other extra support that we can provide them yeah personally i like to be kept updated by the mentors to see how each and every one is getting on and because i record everything i find if i find out then that you know that person's got a job or you know succeeded in some way then yeah that makes me happy so if you're listening to this and you're gonna get a phone call from someone and it's someone called Farah you've now heard Farah and you know a little bit more about what the triage role and who this random person is is actually calling you on your phone um so yeah so thank you again for for being a part of this pilot 
um, this first episode of our podcast. That's okay. Thanks for having me. That's okay. I hope we can have you back. I hope this is, is a regular thing that we can kind of do and maybe catch up and see how the triage role is going and you know how it, it may change a little bit more going forward as uh, restrictions and things change over the next few months. And we are still here to obviously support people uh, and help them back into work. Uh, no matter what the circumstances, we will be here to, uh, to kind of support everyone uh, in that as well. So thank you again, Farah. No problem. Thank you. So for our next section, we'll be looking at different job and training opportunities based throughout the Kafili Borough, sent from various businesses, organisations and the job centre. So the first two jobs come from the job centre and are two kickstart schemes aimed at 18 to 24 year olds. The first is a trainee assessor based in Citizens Advice in Bargoid. Uh, the job involves talking to clients over the phone, face-to-face or online to explore what problems they've approached citizens' advice for help with, finding information about the client's problems and helping them to understand their options, supporting clients to take action to resolve their problems. Uh, this might include drafting or writing letters, making phone calls or referring the client to another organisation. The working hours are 25 hours per week and that's broken down to 5 hours per day Monday to Friday. The hourly rate is based at the national minimum wage. The second kickstart job is a labourer with Wildwater Warehousing Limited uh, located in Aberbargoid. Uh, the labourer role is based in a cold storage environment where food and ambient goods are stored at controlled temperatures according to customer needs and the role involves receiving and dispatching goods via loading bays, checking the loads to ensure they match up with the paperwork provided and reporting any discrepancies to the warehouse management. You will de-stack and restack pallets and containers according to customer requirements and ensure the pallets are ready for storage or shipping. Other duties will include sweeping the warehouse and maintaining its hygiene and cleanliness at all times. So this job is 40 hours per week, Monday to Friday, and is based between the working hours of 8am and 5pm. If you'd like to apply for any of these jobs, please speak to your work coach at your local job centre. So our final job opportunity today comes from within our team and it's based in Surf the Shop in Kumkan, which provides online retail via Amazon and eBay. Uh, this opportunity is for an individual who wants to develop within a company and build a strong footholding in a growing business. The candidate must have a basic IT knowledge and the job will involve listing new products, dealing with customers and returns, researching new products, dealing with Amazon and various IT-based activities, and picking and packaging. The role is 37 and a half hours per week, Monday to Friday, based between the hours of 9am and 5pm. The candidate must also be flexible to work the odd weekend at busy times. The hourly rate will be at the current apprenticeship wage of £4.15 per hour. If you're interested in applying for this role, please get in contact with us directly uh, or give us a call on 01443 864 227. Um, so these opportunities will be coming out, uh, like I said, every fortnight. We'll kind of push the big ones out. We also have these going over our social media channels on uh, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to get access to those a little bit earlier, you can follow us on at Kefili Regen. We'll be posting all those out as well. If you want to get access to those as soon as we get access to them, the best thing you can do 
is phone us up now, sign on to the project, and obviously you'll get assigned to your mentor, and the mentors are the ones that will get first access on any of our exclusive jobs, any of our exclusive training. So you'll be given the first opportunity to actually access those jobs or those training opportunities. So thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, to speak to you in two weeks' time. On our next episode, we will be speaking to one of our employment mentors, June, uh, and she can talk to you a little bit more about what the mentor role is and how they specifically support you into getting into work uh, and breaking down some of those barriers that Darcy Fair was talking about earlier and to making sure that you're set on the career path or getting you into the job that you want. Um, So in the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us or to sign up or for any additional information, you can call us on 01443 864 227. You can email us at communityregen, that's community, R-E-G-E-N, at kafili.gov.uk. Or you can contact us through our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube at Regen. So until next time, stay safe and look forward to speaking to you all soon. Bye. The Kafili Works podcast is a collaboration between Communities for Work, Communities for Work Plus, Bridges into Work 2, Inspire to Work, Working Skills for Adults and NET. The Communities for Work employment support team is funded by the Welsh Government and the European Social Fund, working in partnership with Communities and Job Centre Plus.